Welcome to the Try Again Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I'm here to give you the tools you need to change your mindset and take agency over your life. Your inner abundance is waiting for you, and you'll find it by simply being willing to try again. Hey fam, it's Mother's Day today. Hope you're having a great day so far. I'm so happy that you're here and you're taking some time for yourself to just pour into yourself and learn with me and we're going to talk a little bit about journaling today. Journaling has been a really important part of my life for the last several years and it really started when I became a mom. So that's why I think it's relevant to today. When I became a mom, that was really the beginning of my self-awareness journey. The The universe sort of started showing me the layers of my baggage and <laughs> my conditioned patterns when I had my daughter. And so I was the universe sort of started helping me become aware that if I didn't resolve or at least attempt to resolve these things, these layers, then I would pass the same unhealthy coping strategies on to my kid. And I think we all deal with that. I think that we are all carrying unconditioned, excuse me, conditioned thought patterns that we've brought with us from childhood that often go unchecked. And I think it's really important to become aware of those things, to get close to those things so that we can make sure we are improving ourselves and that we're not allowing those (laughs) conditioned thought patterns to just run our lives. So one of the most transformative things for me has been journaling. It's sort of my form of daily therapy. I call it hitting the journals, just like hitting the gym. (laughs) So we make time for our body at the gym. Hitting the journals for me is a way of strengthening my emotional maturity Muscles, and it's also a way for me to heal wounds that I carry with me. So, those are sort of my goals when I sit to journal every day. And as we start to talk about this, I want to recommend that if journaling is something that you decide to make a part of your daily practice, that it's really important to release the timeline. Oh, the timeline of which you expect results. So make this more of a process-oriented thing than an outcome-oriented thing. You will absolutely get results, but they don't always come in the timeline in which we would like it to happen, right? We want healing right now. We want results right now. Uh, but... It takes time to notice our conditioned thought patterns and to be able to do something about it. But 
learning happens through repetition. So if we can make this a daily practice of sitting down and writing out our thoughts, writing out the way that we experience things, then we will begin to see the things that are repeated, the things that are a pattern so that we can do something about it. So release the timeline I and and release the expectations. Peace will come. Healing will come. Just maybe not necessarily on the timeline <laughs> that we want it as. Because we always want things fast. Okay, so let's get into it a little bit. There is no right or wrong way to journal. You just got to write. <laughs> so write about how you experienced the world. Write about what annoyed you. Write about what lit you up. I love writing dates every day because then I can go back and I can refer to things. But just write. Some people write gratitude. Some people like write affirmations. There's lots of things that you can do to structure it. But don't pressure yourself to do those things. Just write about the way that you experienced the world that day or the day before. And then what you can do is begin to notice patterns, right? So if you make this a daily practice, you can start to sort of see, are there similar situations that invoke a certain reaction out of you? You know, is this situation similar to a situation that I wrote about a couple of days ago? And is there some awareness that I can bring to the way that I reacted to it? And then what I, rec- what I recommend once you have noticed a pattern, something that keeps popping up for you, is to ask for guidance in that area. Okay, ask the universe for guidance in that area. So for me, one of the things that comes up for me time and time again are things related to boundaries. Okay, so times when I am feeling resentful, hurt, sad, unseen, or unsafe as a result of me not establishing boundaries. So me not communicating what I need with the people around me, me not being able to say no (laughs) when there's something that I can't handle or is beyond what I can fit on my plate. I am like pained by (laughs) saying no to people. So this is, that's definitely something that I am working on. So the way that I ask for guidance is I write down in my journal, I write down, I, I am open to guidance on how to create clear and healthy boundaries. Okay, so maybe that's an issue for you too. So maybe you write down that exact sentence. Otherwise, how it would look for you is, I am open to guidance on blank. Fill in the blank with whatever the thing is that you're noticing is a pattern for you. And the universe will start to bring you resources and tools because you've asked for that. So you'll be listening to podcasts and you'll start to hear a little bit about the thing that you're wondering about. Maybe you hear about an author that writes on this particular thing. Maybe on Instagram you see 
a post on the thing that you're talking about. Maybe you, maybe an article pops up for you. Resources will become available to you. Try them until you find one that is a good fit for you and sort of keep following the rabbit hole on that. So what I find is that when I do this, let, let's say that I uh, heard on a podcast somebody that's talking about boundaries. There's s- someone who has some sort of expertise in boundaries. Often they will refer to something else that has helped them. Maybe they've got a book or a podcast or a resource that has been helpful to them in defining their expertise. Go seek out that thing. <laughs> Read or consume that content to give you more information and just sort of keep following that that rabbit hole on that thing so that you can learn as much as possible about this thing that you are having trouble with. Because everybody is different. There, everybody needs different tools to be able to tackle the things that are bothering them. So what works for me may not <laughs> work for you may not work for the next person. So you want to keep trying things until you find what is a good fit for you. But what you'll be able to start doing is you'll be able to begin making space between your thoughts and your reactions. So what will happen in real time then when you're outside of the journals, (laughs) when you're doing real life, you're interacting with people and these things are coming up in real time, You'll be able to make space between this feeling of whatever it is, this feeling of pain, and then the the negative reaction that comes with it. You're going to be able to say, oh, this this is my pattern. You're going to be able to do this. This is all in your head, right? This is not necessarily verbally to the people that you're interacting with. But you say, oh, this is my conditioned thought pattern. I see it. I accept it. And because I know about it, because I, I, I have learned about it, I'm going to make a better choice here on how to react. So I'm not going to do what I've always done, which is to give this certain negative reaction back to the thing that is bringing me pain. I'm going to pause. I'm going to accept and I'm going to give a reaction that is not going to be harming to me or the people around me, right? And so that comes from the learning. That comes from the repetition. That comes from us releasing the timeline on this and being willing to spend a little bit of our day every day as part of a practice here where you're writing things down and you're giving yourself time to be able to acknowledge patterns. Because what's cool is you'll you'll write things down and you'll sort of say, oh man, I think that I wrote about something really similar to this. And because you've been writing it down, you've been making this real, you can go flip back and find that thing. You can reread that thing and say, oh yeah, this is almost exactly the same. Maybe it's even the same people that you're writing about. But you can notice the similarities to uncover those conditioned thought patterns. So let's say a little bit more about what this practice affords you or allows you to do. It allows you to have a deeper connection with 
yourself, which then allows you to have a deeper connection with others, right? If you're far away from yourself and you don't understand the things that make you tick, (laughs) it's very hard for you to be close to other people and to have a deep connection with other people. In order to have a deep connection with other people, you need to be in deep connection with yourself. So this practice allows you to have a deep connection with yourself and others. It also allows you to develop healthy coping habits so that you no longer need to anesthetize through whatever (laughs) you use, through drugs and alcohol, through shopping, through social media, right? We do all sorts of things to mask our pain so that we don't have to feel (laughs) these negative thought patterns. But there's a healthier way to do it. There's a more joy-filled and peace-filled way to do it. (laughs) And this is one tool that may help you get there. This practice also allows you to stop harming others. So when our Conditioned thought patterns go unchecked. We harm people without even necessarily realizing it. (laughs) So we judge other people. We blame them for our problems. We try to control them to make ourselves feel better because oftentimes when we're not feeling good, we're feeling out of control. So we look around, we're like, "Ah, who can I control right now? So that I can feel better because I'm feeling like shit. I don't want to feel like this right now. Who can I control? Who can I blame? Who can I judge so that I can get this pain off of me and onto other people? That's not good. That ain't it. We got to stop harming other people. And it comes from bringing awareness to it. So oftentimes we don't even realize that that's what we're doing. We just feel so entitled to that because we have convinced ourselves so strongly that those people deserve it we are we're hiding behind this judgment and blame and control of other people so that we don't have to expose ourselves for our our real emotions which is actually a pain within ourselves that we have not taken care of or resolved another way that we harm other people sort of unintentionally or unknowingly (laughs) is when we try to make them more like us, right? So again, we're pushing our pain off on other people instead of going inward. And we think that the solution to that is to make the people around us more like us. Oh, if she would just, if I, if I just explain this a little more clearly, then this person will act exactly as I expect them to, and then we won't have a problem. If the other person can just show up in the way that's perfect for me. That's not it. That keeps, when we try to make other people more like us, that keeps them from recognizing their own unique power. That blocks them from being the expansive, bright light version of them that they are called to be. So we need to be looking inward at what, how can we change our reaction 
not looking to other people, not harming other people. We're trying to stop harming others. <laughs> so if we circle it back to motherhood and or parenthood in general, we need to bring awareness to and fix our own issues so that we can have a deeper connection with ourselves and subsequently a deeper connection with our kids. We need to develop healthy coping habits so that that is what we can pass on to our kids. Because if we leave them unchecked, if we leave these conditioned patterns and unhealthy coping habits unchecked, that is what we will pass along to our kids, whether we intend it or not. So it's important for us to <laughs> check those patterns. It's also important for us to not be harming our kids as a result of our inability to look inward, take the time to look inward. So in order to stop harming them through our negative projections, we need to dismantle the negative <laughs> projections and the and the conditioned thought patterns. All right, that is my two cents on journaling. Try it out. Make it a practice in your day. There's no right or wrong way to journal. There's no set time that you need to do it every day. You can start with five minutes a day. Release the timeline. Be willing to do this for... A long time <laughs> for we for weeks and weeks I mean not necessarily a long time every day uh, but bring make it a consistent practice because the learning happens through repetition the understanding of your mind happens through repetition so healing will come peace will come if you are willing to bring consistency and repetition to this all right Thank you so much for being here. I love you. You are the best. Thank you for showing up and being willing to learn. I hope this filled you up. I hope you have an awesome day and an awesome week. We will talk soon. All right. See ya.